0: the boogeyman's closet podcast explicit language and spoilers ahead you've been warned and we are back for yet another episode of the boogeyman's closet as always i am mike alvarez or is and we have a guest joining us today again
1: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Can you, add- Susie? Susie, I've been sick of filling the spot sometimes. No, I'm not. That's a lie. Susie, take an Excedrin. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, we are continuing our uh, Christmas Horror Round 3 with episode 162, Puka from 2018. It's an hour and 23 minutes, directed by Nacho Viglando. Uh, We would know him from VHS Viral. He did the Parallel Monsters episode, where it was like the crazy dick and vagina monsters. (laughs) Um, What?
1: What? (laughs) What is this? Okay. Well, I am going to have to get on top of that. What was that again? Let me write that down.
0: (laughs) Actually, yeah. No, it's it's a really freaky episode, but... (laughs) VHS viral. Good stuff. You know what? It may explain some of the shit that's happening in this movie, too. Uh, <laughs> he, he also did some episodes of Our Flag Means Death, which is one of the best television shows in the last couple of years. Don't don't <laughs> spoil it for me. I just got HBO Max back. So I will not spoil it. But I, had to, I, I, I i don't binge watch and I binge watched that.
1: I had to I had to watch Barry season three. I had watched the first two and I, I was like, well, now I got to watch the third one. You know, so.
0: <laughs> well, I had to catch
1: perfect. up on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's let's go around the table and see what everyone w- thought about this movie. Uh, I know for me this was a brand new watch, so I, I was very excited to check it out. But Don, as you are our guest, it's customary we start with you. What is your uh, what are your thoughts on Puka?
1: Yeah, I I, I had never uh, seen it uh, before either. Uh, mm-hmm. I I had seen that little screenshot, of course, going through Hulu se- several times. Um, what are my thoughts on it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's one of those where I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on? You know, kind of things. I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying I hated it cause I, I did enjoy it. I just, there were times I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then right. like halfway through, I kind of started figuring it out, but I was like, oh, still what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yep. Like there's like people you, th- it's like, all right. The boss I thought was gonna be a douchebag turned out to be like this really nice guy who's just kind of like, like, oh yeah, you know, you can't do that (laughs) kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then like the neighbor who I thought was dead like four times uh, Mm -hmm. somehow turned British at one point. Uh, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So it's like I don't know what's what, and then and then then like is he the monster? Is he not the monster? Is the is the soup running itself? Is he in the suit? You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, I didn't know at times, you know, <laughs> and and I don't like that feeling.
0: <laughs> I I will I will say this: this is one of those movies that needs a second watch because I, I ended up watching yeah. it three three times uh, before the show, like to to get prepared. And the second watch, I enjoyed it so much more. Like I liked it the first time through, but the second time through, I noticed all the little things that they were doing. Throughout the film to kind of clue you into what's actually happening, and you know, after knowing the big twist, it's like, oh, you start picking up on all of it. it, it I really liked it the second time. But Yeah, uh, I,
1: like like I said, I'm not saying I didn't I didn't hate it. Uh, I did I did enjoy it. It's just like what,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, it's, what? it's it's very confusing at times.
1: And then yeah, and then when the ending shows up, I was like, yeah, that's that's obvious. Like that's mm-hmm. an obvious ending, but like what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, Maurice, what are your thoughts on this one?
2: Well, I thought I seen it or I, I didn't think I've watched it before, but after I started watching it, I realized that yes, I have seen it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I remember liking it after I started watching it and then but watching it critically, I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Um it's very confusing. Now that I actually sat and paid attention and watched the whole thing, <laughs> uh, they they don't know where they're going with this story. Uh, it's back and forth. It's confusing. Even after watching a second time, I'm I was confused. So I, right. I can't imagine. You know, the first time I'm sure I watched it half-assed, but uh,
0: <laughs> on the phone scrolling through stuff.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because I was like, it's a Hulu movie. It's uh, we've we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. So watching it critically. All yeah, of it, i I
1: did it too during this.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it just didn't do it for me, uh this second watch, watching it critically. Mm-hmm. Um I was I did find myself lost at times. Um I didn't think the acting was all that great. And I don't know. Just, just wasn't know, a just, win, huh? Just
0: just didn't do it for me. <laughs> That's fair. I mean it definitely is a slower movie. You know, I mean, it's only an hour and 23 minutes, but it's still pretty slow. Um, I personally really liked it. Like I I liked the first time I watched it. I was a little like I said, I was a little confused. Um, it all started to make sense toward the end. It was like, OK, I got what's going on now. The second watch when I was making my notes and I was picking up on all the little the little details that they were dropping throughout the movie—it was like, okay, I this is a lot more fun on the second watch. Um, but it is a pretty somber film. Like, it's not—it's not something that—it's not like you know Silent Night Deadly Night, where you can watch it and laugh and watch it again and laugh. <laughs> like, this is—it's a, a pretty somber and serious movie. Um, now, I will say this: I don't know if you guys watched the sequel, Puka Lives. Um,
1: There's a sequel.
2: There is, and there's possibly a third one coming. Yeah, this, I didn't realize there was a sequel until after. It was like, oh, Puka lives. I, I
0: I watched it, and oh my god! If you guys liked uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show, give this a watch because it has the same sense of humor, and it's very like very tongue in cheek. Um, Felicia Day is one of the main characters in it. It has nothing to do with this first one. It's kind of like its own story altogether, just dealing with the idea of Puka. and um,
2: All you had to say was fleece today," so.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) But man, I laughed so hard. It's like, it's dumb. Don't get me wrong. It's dumb comedy, but it's very funny. Um, I kind of like, I like them both, but for completely different reasons. This first one I like as like, a weird, creepy, kind of sad horror movie. And then the second one is just uh turn your brain off, put the popcorn on, and enjoy. It's it's a lot of fun. But uh yeah, we'll get we'll get into the cast here. We have uh Wilson Klaus, played by I'm gonna say this wrong, Nayasha Hatendi, I believe is how you say his name. Uh he was in Squinters, Casual Alex Rider. He did some voices in SpongeBob Square SquarePants and Mass Effect Andromeda. Squab-pance. I couldn't say square pants. For I was like, squaw-paw. squaw <sighs> The,
1: the squaw
0: <squab-pance. laughs> <laughs> Then we have uh, Melanie Burns, played by uh, Latarsha Rose. She was in Law & Order, CSI, Bones, The Hunger Games, and The L Word, Generation Q. Then we have Finn, played by John Daly. He was in Supernatural. He does voices for BoJack Horseman, Family Guy, Regular Show, Archer, Bob's Burgers, and Big Mouth. So the guy does a lot of voice work.
1: And he has, uh, his Instagram is full of Jay Leno pictures, just so you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's an odd little tidbit.
1: <laughs> I've been following him for years on Instagram. I was like, oh, hey, look, it's John Daly. But yeah, he, he had a session of just throwing pictures of Jay Leno up. Not all of his pictures on
0: Instagram. That, <laughs> that's kind of amazing, though. <laughs> Um, we have Red, played by Dale Dickey. Uh, she was in X Files, ER, Breaking Bad, My Name Is Earl, True Blood, Iron Man 3, and Let the Right One In. The the new one, the series that just came out. Um, hold on, one sec. I Have to cough. Okay, my allergies are not being fun today, and I'm gonna probably have to mute several times throughout this recording to cough. Oh, um, Patreon, but...
1: you're gonna get a joy, joyful, <laughs> joyful one. Which, well, no, uh, by the I, way, I will at least
0: what's... be muting for all those. But...
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, if you noticed, I'm back on the Patreon too. I got I, money yet. I, I, bo- I pooped up my 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 subscription too.
0: Oh, <laughs> did you? I didn't even yeah. see that.
1: Oh, yeah. I officially get the birthday one, guys. I'm oh. <laughs> <Not> unofficially anymore. <laughs> Woo! Decisions, decisions are being made. Don't worry. <laughs> nice. I got some uh,
0: marks. Then we have uh, Ty, played by John Berryman. Uh, he was in This Is Us, Superstore, Pearson, and Two Minutes of Fame. Uh, then we have the evil Pooka, played by Gene Freeman. He was in Chernobyl, Zone of Exclusion, and he is in Puka Lives. So, it's not, not a huge cast, very centered on the character of Wilson. Uh, but the plot, for those of you listening to this that are wondering what the hell we're talking about, uh, <laughs> it's a struggling actor takes on a seasonal holiday job as the mascot of the year's hottest new toy. However, after putting the costume on, he develops two personalities, one for himself and one for Pooka. So it's it's an interesting little story. I I, like I said, I really liked it. Um, It is a slow burn, though. So if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, I would recommend pausing this and going and checking it out. It's it's pretty fun. But uh, we open with one of the Pooka dolls on a street in in fire. (laughs) Um, while red and blue lights flash and it repeats in a low grumbling voice, look at all the pretty lights over and over and over again. We then see our main character, Wilson, as the lights flash on his face. This transitions to him sitting on a couch alone is alone in his apartment. So there's a lot of these types of moments where you're seeing some kind of like trippy scene or like some kind of accident or some kind of like bad thing. And then it just transitions to Wilson doing something. He hears some loud music coming from the room down the hall, looks out down the hall at the door of his neighbor's apartment, and we just see an eerie red light coming out from under his neighbor's door, which will all make sense by the end of the movie. Then we just smash cut to him waiting for a bus. Now we get this montage that kind of punctuates how alone Wilson is. We see him on a bus by himself listening to Christmas music, then in a diner drinking coffee alone, surrounded by happy families, um, One even asks him to take a picture of them, and he just, you know, is sitting there by himself. He then sees a flyer for an acting job on the coffee shop bulletin board and decides he's going to go check it out. He heads home and, oddly enough, cannot get into his building. He buzzes his neighbor's apartment and asks if she can let him in. This is where we finally meet Red. Um, <clears throat> Wilson stops by his neighbor's apartment to thank her and introduce himself. They make some small talk about being alone at Christmas, both of them being actors and Wilson starting his life over. He doesn't really say why. He just says that he came here to kind of start over and get a new lease on life.
1: Um, You know what I do know? What's that? I think that neighbor wants a little puka of her own, if you get what
0: I mean. I should not have taken a (laughs) sip of my coffee at that moment. (laughs) because yes, I agree. (laughs) And especially when he's telling her about the lady he meets later and he, she just looks annoyed. Like, yeah, okay. (laughs) She wanted a little bit of that puka, but, uh, I love how she makes this ominous comment here about how her time is long over. And this is now Wilson's time saying it's not gone for you yet. So it's like, again, on second viewings, it's like, Oh, Okay. (laughs) I get what all this meant. We now get a montage of Wilson practicing a monologue for the acting gig for days, trying to prepare. So it's just kind of like him going throughout his day, like on the bus practicing, at the coffee shop practicing, at home practicing, and then we smash cut to him at the audition. He gets called in and begins his monologue, and less than six words in, they stop him and tell him that's enough.
1: (laughs) This, I'm I'm sorry, but what in the eyes wide shut kind of audition is this? Right? (laughs) Right?
2: <laughs>
1: that I, I wrote that and then I went. You know what? I've probably had auditions that were like this and don't remember them.
0: <laughs> it was pretty creepy looking. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Especially with uh, uh, what's his name, the uh, Finn standing up in the balcony watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Wilson looks pretty miffed and asks if he's done something wrong. The casting director looks up and tells him, "Raise your arms up." Then she goes, "Put your hands together like a triangle." Out like an offering, now fly like a plane. So he slowly does each of the things, confused and concerned. And then we see, you know, the mysterious man, Finn, watching from the balcony. And Wilson looks even more concerned. Like, am I going to get sacrificed? Are they going to kill me?
2: <laughs> but, Probably would have been better off. I, right?
1: I'm just saying, once, this, once it kept going, it had a beat to it, man. I'm yeah. just going to say.
0: Well, like, that's yeah. the thing. They, they start clapping along and telling it, repeating it over and over, you know, raise your arms up, hands like a triangle, out like an offering, fly like a plane. And he just keeps doing the dance over and over. And Finn's clapping along. The casting director's getting louder. It's like, okay, they got a little jam going.
1: Yeah. Like, it was, it, it was good, but, guys, like, I don't know why he stopped.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the, the music was rocking.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But after a moment, Finn tells him to stop and that he has the job. Tells the casting director to send everyone else home. Now we cut to Finn and Wilson in an office where Finn introduces him to Pooka. So now we get the explanation. Finn tells Wilson that Pooka is going to be the hottest new Christmas toy. It's a little stuffed animal that randomly records and repeats back things that are set around it. But the user doesn't get to choose what Pooka records. Pooka does. He has two different settings. He has a nice setting and a naughty setting, but you never know what mood he's going to be in. Finn tells him, buddy, your life is about to change forever. And then naughty Pooka repeats it ominously. So he then shows him the Pooka suit and explains to Wilson he needs to be Pooka. Wilson puts the suit on, Finn has him do the dance, and while doing the dance, suddenly Wilson can't breathe.
1: This, but, this boss has got some sort of fetish, right?
0: Right. right? <laughs> right? There's,
2: there's definitely furry vibes coming off yeah, of him. Yeah,
1: there's, there's definitely like he's going home and finishing
2: something. Uh, <laughs> No, that, that, that's later on in the movie, but not ju- that. That not that the will, we're gonna
1: come back to that, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he, when Wilson can't breathe, Finn helps him get the mask off, and Wilson wants no part of it. He's freaking out, like, "What the hell is you know What the hell's up with this? I don't want to do this." And Finn then shows him a contract, showing him how much he'll be making, which of course makes Wilson reconsider. He then has to sign an NDA so no one can know he's really Puka. Uh, Wilson asks about the other actors playing Pooka, and Finn tells him there are no others, only Wilson. Wilson is Pooka. So Wilson heads home with the new Pooka suit, and uh, at home we see him lay it out on the bed and just stare at it. Slowly he puts the suit on and walks around his apartment, where he suddenly has a fit and begins breaking everything in sight. Cut to Wilson coming into his apartment and finding the place trashed, as if he wasn't the one that just did that. He runs to the bedroom and finds the puka suit laid out on the bed, completely unharmed. Now we cut to Red helping Wilson clean up the mess in his apartment. She tells him that he should call the cops, but he tells her since nothing was stolen, he feels like it's a waste of time. She assures him that everything will be fine, and then we get a slow, ominous zoom in on the puka suit on the bed. So it's like, yeah, everything will be fine. Oh, really? Dun, dun, dun.
1: Not if Fight Club Teddy Ruxpin has anything to say about it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But we cut to the next day, Wilson's passing a Christmas tree lot where he sees a pretty woman, which is this is Melanie and her son, Ty, uh, looking at Christmas trees. Wilson then proceeds to duck behind the trees and watch him like a fucking creeper <laughs> before deciding to buy a tree himself. Like, he, he's hiding behind the tree then he's like, oh, this is nice. I think I'll take it home. But we smash cut to Wilson and Red's apartment where he set up the tree for her. He tells her that he's off to work. She asks about the job, and he tells her it's just something in a costume. Nothing really to tell. He leaves. Red looks back at her tree. The lights on the tree flicker, and we hear sounds of a car crash and people screaming. Red covers her mouth, looking sad. So we get these little moments from here on out throughout the film where it's like, what the fuck is going on with Red? What's going on with Wilson? It's just kind of all up and down.
1: They want to get it on with a little puka. But <laughs> we don't ever get to that.
0: Well, we we do we do kind of see Puka getting it on with somebody later <laughs>
1: with something.
0: This this is, this is true. Um, but we cut to Wilson in the studio recording for uh recording a commercial for Puka, and it's very fucking creepy because there's like a brief second where Puka is just standing in fire. And it's like, wait, what? Like what? So on first view, it's like, why did that happen? Why is that in a kid's commercial? <laughs> but, you know, second viewing, it makes more sense. But that first one, it's like, what the fuck was that? So we cut from the commercial to a news piece talking about the the Chris or the, about the toy taking Christmas by storm. The story ends talking about the only place to get a puka, and that is at the puka pop up, which bullshit.
1: That- that's so fucking bullshit. I hate those fucking pop ups. Right? They're never around here.
0: Yep, and it's only always, while flies last.
1: Always New York and L.A.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> always, of course. Dicks. <sighs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but can you can so, you can you imagine so all... like a Niagara Falls pop up? Not,
2: not
1: Niagara Falls, yeah. but you know at least Buffalo. Or, you know what? Let's leave it go. Let's go a little bit better. Let's go Toronto. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but Half the time, time you see New York, mad. it's
1: Toronto anyways. So
0: <laughs> This is true. <laughs> Have those those Falls meth pop-ups.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, those exist. Those yeah, really exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well no, to be fair, that was in Amherst where we had the the, the meth lab that exploded. <laughs> Under Walmart. I think, I think there
1: was one here on the island too, actually. <laughs> it didn't explode, but I, I think there was one here on the island.
0: <laughs> it was over by the the Walmart on Sheridan, which is why uh Hibbert and I lovingly refer to it as Meth Mart. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyway, enough about meth. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to the store with a line around the block. Apparently they're selling meth there. No, um
1: And <laughs> <laughs> well, it surprised me in LA. <laughs>
0: I know, right? <laughs> but we see kids and parents lined up to get their puka while Wilson sits on a throne dressed in the puka suit. Wilson sees Melanie and Ty stand in line and he starts staring at them as some little brat yells at him, I like turtles.
1: I, I like turtles.
0: <laughs> I kept, That's how I, I kept hearing. I know. I, mean, I was like, you know, you know someone, whoever was writing this was like, you guys remember that meme of that kid? Let's put it in the movie. <laughs> I like turtles. And then finally, Naughty Pooka yells back at him, I like turtles. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, Finn comes up and tells the crowd that they're all sold out for the day and to come back tomorrow for another chance to buy one. Wilson watches out the window like a creeper as Melanie and Finn walks away. Or I'm sorry, Melanie and Ty walks away and Finn decides that he's going to go get her number for Wilson.
1: Yeah, so, like this is where I was like, wait, isn't this guy supposed to be like a douchebag?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: like, I'm like, um, that's not a douchebag move.
0: <laughs> nope. Runs out and and gets the gets her business card for him. He well, comes he back. Wants,
2: he wants to keep his favorite or only employee. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Only employee. <laughs> Finn comes back and hands her hands Wilson, uh, Melanie's business card, and we see that she's a real estate agent. Cut to Wilson looking online at a listing that she has an open house for. He smiles and closes his laptop. Moments later, red-eyed Puka opens the laptop and begins looking at the listing. The next day, Wilson goes to the open house. He meets Melanie, and they discuss the house. Uh, Wilson tells her about how he's an actor. She tells him he looks familiar, and then he changes the subject. So again, lots of little moments like that. They flirt for a bit, and eventually he asks her out. She gives him her card and tells him to call her sometime. Cut to Wilson gushing to Red about how great Melanie is and how he feels like he's known her forever and how happy he is, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time Red's just looking at him like, but I wanted to get some." So, So <laughs> she, she looks a little miserable. <laughs> Suddenly there's a loud pounding noise coming from nearby. Wilson asks Red what that is, and she looks confused, telling him she can't hear any noise. He tells her he thinks he left something in his room and he'll be right back. He goes to his apartment where the pounding is much louder. He goes into the bedroom and sees red-eyed pooka punching the wall. Pooka stops, turns to Wilson and just stares blankly for a moment before rushing him. I got to admit that anytime that happens in a movie it always jars me a little bit where it's like the the moment where they stand there real still and then rush at the person. <laughs> I'm like I don't like that. Don't
2: do that. See, I got confused. I thought we were these fish over the Mothman. <laughs> Moth Monster Man, even. <laughs>
0: but Wilson runs out into the kitchen, but Puka doesn't follow. He goes back in the room and finds Puka is gone, but looks down at his hands to find his knuckles bloody and battered. So this is kind of where Act One ends. What are you guys thinking at this point? Puka, Puka,
2: Puka.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not really thinking at this point. I like, think I'm like. Uh, I'm like. At this point, I'm like, oh, he's obviously some weird fight club situation where he is both of them you know but right yeah that that's the only Uh, thing I was thinking
2: yeah I'm just trying to figure out what the hell's going on yeah right like I knew something was up was up with red I just wasn't sure yet right
1: yeah I kept waiting for that scene where you know red and and puka get it on that didn't happen
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here let's get it (laughs) now (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I at the, the, my first viewing at this point in the film, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, obviously, there's the connection between Wilson and Puka. Like, you know, they they've they pretty much laid it out right here. If you didn't notice, at the, and up to this point, um, but it's still very confusing. It, it, there's not a lot of stuff making sense yet. But yeah, I mean, I, I was still intrigued enough to want to continue watching. I was just like had no clue what was happening so act two opens where uh, we cut to wilson and melanie on a date wilson has his hands covered in gloves and explains that he burned his hands cooking and has to keep them covered for a few days so they'll heal she smiles and tells him handsome and he cooks lucky me and he goes well i burned my hands making spaghetti but i like the way you're spinning it Now, uh, there's a great moment where she asks, what else should I know about you? And Wilson's eyes get big and they cut away before he answers. Every time Melanie wants to know something about Wilson, he doesn't answer. So this is something I didn't notice on my first viewing. But on the second watch, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Every time they're talking and she asks him a personal question, he never answers her. So it's like there's little little details like that on the second viewing that is just like, oh, it all makes so much more sense. But we see see Wilson walking Melanie home. They almost kiss, but her son, Ty, is watching out the window, and they stop. Cut to Wilson in in the blue-eyed Puka mask. We pan out and see that he's masturbating in the corner (laughs) while red Christmas lights glow all around.
1: Puka's jizz is magical. It makes the lights glow.
0: (laughs) The whole time I was like, so Wilson and, and Jeffrey Dahmer from My Friend Dahmer have one thing in common. They both stand in the corner to yank it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. What the fuck?
0: They have a cum corner in their room. I, it's, it's, what the fuck?
1: It's magical corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that—that that is something I could have done without seeing. Like we see the the, the close up of Pooka's head, and then we just pan out to see him it and it's like really. Come uh. to
1: my magical corner. <laughs> I've got lights. I've just gotta pull the cord over and over.
0: It's like it's like a ripcord. You gotta keep going. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I
1: could I, yeah, keep going because I, I could go on with that for a while. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep talking like this.
0: <laughs> so we we cut to Finn giving Wilson a puka toy telling him it's the last one for the day. Wilson thanks him and heads over to see Melanie. He, uh, he has the puka toy all wrapped up for Ty. Now, a few things happen here. Wilson notices that they don't have a Christmas tree, and Melanie comments that they may skip it this year. Uh, he, te- er, bleh, he tells her that he thought he saw her at the tree lot, and she tells him that it wasn't them. So, kind of already shows you that something's wrong with Wilson's memory. Uh, then Wilson gives Ty the puka, He excitedly opens it and yells, holy crap, mom, it's a puka! (laughs) Which the the doll repeats. (laughs) And Melanie's like, hey, both of you, watch your mouth. That part did make me laugh. (laughs) And then Ty says, you know, he tells him, thank you, sir, and Wilson tells him, uh, he said, Wilson, call me Wilson. Which Naughty Puka repeats back in its creepy voice. Melanie tells him that he's kind, saying that uh, giving Ty the puka isn't something that Ty's father would have done. So she hints at something... Being off with Ty's dad, uh, she tells Wilson that he wasn't a kind he wasn't a kind person. And Wilson tell uh, Wilson asks Booba at Wilson asks what kind of dad was he? And uh, she tells him she doesn't want to talk about it that she doesn't want him to spoil her life anymore. Melanie gets up and tells Wilson to wait there that she'll be right back. He comments, "Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere." Once Wilson is alone, the light in the room glows red, and we can hear the faint sound of fire crackling. So. This whole sequence kind of, like, hints at things that have happened. Uh, we cut to Wilson dressed as Puka, finishing work for the day. Finn asks him to come have a drink, which Wilson declines, telling him he's just going to hang back for a bit. He then thanks Finn for, all, all, uh, for everything, and Finn leaves. Once he's gone, Wilson puts the Puka suit back on, and we get a montage of him going about his day as Puka. <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: is, this is something I do love, because, yeah, in L.A., no one would have batted an eye at that. Uh, right. Yeah. He's just—he's probably going to an audition, or he's got a job. You're like, oh
0: well, <laughs>
1: yep, just sit in the coffee shop, just like that. Well, that's—I saw nice. that. I saw that firsthand. That's why I know. Like, <laughs> no one bats an eye at that.
0: He was riding the bus. No one cared. Sitting in the cuff, No one cared. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, you know, he heads home and he stands outside of Wilson's apartment with the blue eyes. He then turns to face Red's door, and his eyes turn red. The light in the hall flickers. We hear fire crackling. He pounds on Red's door. She answers. He pushes his way in and attacks her.
1: This is where she's getting her little puka.
0: Yeah, she, she was getting something. <laughs> but we smash she, cut. Oh, good. She, she likes it rough. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> we smash cut to Wilson lying in bed, crying, listening to Red get assaulted next door. The next morning, Wilson is still lying in bed, uh, you know, awake and covered in sweat. He slowly heads down the hall to Red's apartment, looking terrified. He opens Red Door and finds nothing is out of order. The apartment and, and Red are both perfectly fine. Red yeah, this is where I
1: started him. really getting confused.
0: Well, I mean, I think Maurice was on to something. Uh, you know, all those screams were not screams of terror. So they, right. were role, they were they they were, were role-playing. <laughs> because everything this, is perfectly fine.
1: This is also where she just randomly becomes British, too. <laughs> this is
0: true. Yeah.
1: All of a sudden, she's talking about the Blitz. And a cup and, of- and, Yeah.
0: I'm like, wait, what? Wilson tells her, I think there's something wrong with me, and goes on about how he's losing time and is seeing things. He tells her that he finally remembers why he moved there, that he was trying to get away from pain, from causing pain. Red smiles and tells him that everyone has regrets. Life is hard, and we all make mistakes. She goes on to tell him that if he makes the right choices now, then he can change things because that's all he has. Cut to Wilson as Pooka at work, surrounded by excited children buying up Pooka toys. We then get a little montage of Wilson, Melanie, and Ty. We get a bit more info here. Melanie tells Wilson that, the, that uh, Christmas is tricky for them, and she's going to have a Pooka-themed Christmas party to try to get Ty excited for Christmas again. Wilson asks Ty if he wants to meet the real Pooka, to which Ty yells, "Hell yes!" I love how Mom isn't even around, and she's like, I heard that! Like, the <laughs> mom ears were turned on. <laughs> And Ty tells Wilson that he doesn't have to buy him things to try to get on his mom's good side. He just has to stick around and be nice. (laughs) Exactly. But he can't be nice, Puka. He's naughty, Puka. But we see Wilson buying them a Christmas tree and setting it up. Also, they get a little picture around the Christmas tree, which will be important later.
1: like there's a line he he says very weird here though like like i think it's dubbed by somebody else like they he sees the tree and he's like hey ty come here look at this one (laughs) his voice completely changes this is why i think somebody else dubbed it
0: (laughs) you know that i didn't even notice that i'm gonna have to go back and watch that But the montage ends with Ty asking Wilson in a distorted voice, Are you going to hurt my mom? Are you going to hurt me? Then Wilson wakes up on the couch in Melanie's house to flashing red and blue police lights and indistinct radio chatter. He looks outside and sees no cop cars. Slowly he walks around the house and comes upon two bloody bodies under a sheet. He pulls the sheet back to reveal an adult-sized mannequin and a child-sized mannequin gushing blood from shattered faces wilson screams and look up to see a flaming-eyed puka standing over him drooling oil this is where see, this, is, ends.
1: <laughs> this is that's what i wanted from this movie <laughs> i wanted a little bit more gore i wanted a little bit more gore
0: <laughs> yeah but that, that i like i i love the look of evil puka like the monster puka with the the flaming eyes and like the just the, the like oily black blood like seeping out of his mouth like it just it looks really cool. But so what are you guys thinking at this point? This is where Act Two ends. See,
1: at this point, I'm even I'm way more confused because the now neighbor has thrown me off. Like what what <laughs> what what has happened? What has happened to this neighbor? Well,
0: well she Same. had se- sexy times with Puka.
1: She had sexy times with Puka. Obviously, <laughs> I hope she used protection.
2: Um, she didn't. That's nope. why the oil. <laughs> That's why the oil's coming out of his mouth.
1: Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, it's a weird STD. Ah.
2: Oh. Mooka got something from her, so you're saying. <laughs> yeah,
1: she yes. does look like she's been around. I'm just going to say.
2: She's been up, down, all around. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, she, she had that, that British accent all of a sudden. She doesn't yeah. know where she
2: is. Like, you know. She must have been possessed by another ghost. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's giving it away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I, at this point in the movie, I'm I'm hooked. Like, I'm like, I need to know what happens next. Like, I mean, as much of a slow burn as it was leading up to this point, once we get this crazy sequence, I'm I'm all in. Like, I need to know what's going to happen. So at this point in the movie, I'm really enjoying myself. Um, when we kick off act three, we we see Melanie and Wilson in the kitchen. Wilson looks a little unhinged and nervous. Melanie is smiling and telling him that he doesn't have to make promises to Ty uh, that, you know, about Puka c- coming to the party, and he, that he's been telling his friends all morning, and while she knows Wilson meant well, Ty is going to be really embarrassed when it doesn't happen. Wilson gets extremely defensive and tells her that it's going to happen, and he seems pissed that she would think otherwise. He catches himself getting annoyed and calms down, but Melanie saw a touch of, what, uh, of, of Wilson's mask slipping. So we can kind of see that he's a little bit of a dick under there. That's all an act. So we cut to Wilson's apartment where Puka is dancing around to the Puka song in his bedroom while Wilson watches and drinks. He then looks down at a picture of the three of them around the Christmas tree and smiles. Cut to Puka arriving at Melanie and Ty's house. And I love how (laughs) when the the Puka comes out into the backyard, the kids all scream, but the parents seem really fucking into it. (laughs) Like, did you guys notice that? The kids were like, yay, Pooka. The parents were like, fucking Pooka. Like, they just were so Mm -hmm. excited.
1: Because now they know their kids are going to be entertained and they can run off and go day drink.
0: You know, (laughs) that would make sense, except all of the parents were doing the dance more than the kids were. Because when Pooka started dancing, they're like, yeah, get it on, hands up, triangle, out!" Like, (laughs) like, they were just all into it. (laughs) Oh, man, I was cracking up. There was the the one like chubby white guy in the like the right hand corner of the screen that was just like so happy. I I was cracking up watching him. I was like, man, he's into this more than the kids. But uh, we see Ty talk to one of his friends about how awesome it is that Puka is at his party. His friend is less than impressed and tells him that it's for little kids. He then throws some shade at Ty and is like, your dad isn't here. I was like, oh, snap.
1: Who invited this (laughs) douchebag kid? Like, Wait, right? This is this is the douchebaggery I expected from the boss. Like <laughs> right. not this kid. Yeah, this maybe kid it's laying it down. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe
2: it's the boss's kid. Oh, maybe. Oh,
1: yeah. But he's I like, don't, I don't think so.
2: <laughs> no, probably not.
0: <laughs> he's like, your dad isn't here. Everyone knows about your dad. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and when he says that, we see the room behind him start to glow red. Ty shoves him. The kid shoves Ty back. Suddenly, Pooka grabs the kid and drags him inside. And we hear the kid being beat while Ty screams. I was like, holy shit, Puka's just beating the child.
1: Well, that kid deserved it. I yeah. mean, yes. Pooka kicked his ass.
0: <laughs> but You know, the parents come running and look horrified. Cut to that night. Melanie is on the phone with someone talking about the incident. Wilson is trying to talk to Ty about what happened. Ty looks at Wilson and says, I saw what he did, and I'm pretty sure I know who he is. He stares Wilson down and mm-hmm, then walks yep. away. He's like, I saw what you did, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell my mama. Mm. But <laughs> Melody tries to ask Wilson who this guy was and how could he be around children? Wilson snaps on her, acting like she's blaming him, and he turns it into a fight. You know, Even though she's trying to backpedal, being like, no, I'm not blaming you at all. <laughs> He's like, how dare you blame me, woman? <laughs> like, he just loses his shit. He then notices the Christmas tree is gone and flips out, wanting to know where the tree is. And the whole time, she's like, what tree? What are you talking about? He flips out on her about her, not, that's saying that it's about truth, that she's not being honest with him. Then he wants to know about Ty's dad, yelling that everyone knows about him but me. She, or he, he's like, he's flipping out at this point. So she's like, get the fuck out of my house. And she kicks him out. She's done. Cut to Wilson at home, having trouble breathing. He quickly puts on the puka mask, and suddenly he's fine. He looks over at the picture of him, Melanie, and Ty around the Christmas tree, only now there's no tree in the picture at all. It's just Melanie and Ty, like, awkwardly holding their arms out. Like, or I'm sorry, Melanie and Wilson awkwardly holding their arms out in, like, a half circle with Ty standing in front of them. Like, if there was no tree there, why would they pose like that? <laughs> It's a very awkward pose. (laughs) But we cut to another news story about Puka. only this time it's how the toy is a complete dud. They're malfunctioning and broken and saying one pre-recorded phrase, which is, look at all the pretty lights. And I love this fucking Chad in the crowd. He's because he's like, I got my money back, but what about my time? Who's going to give me my time back? Like, I I hate these fucking (laughs) people who are like yes i got my way but i want more of my way so fuck you <laughs>
1: like, having having dealt with <clears throat> calls for a toy company mm-hmm. yeah that that happens that oh. happens yeah. say, i want more than just my money back oh well, guess what they're only getting your money
0: back <laughs> mm-hmm. no i i i remember that from when i worked at media play like people being pissed off like they would want a refund and then would want to bitch at you about how you wasted their time for them buying the product and it's like, just go. I'm paid minimum yeah. wage. Leave. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like, <laughs> bye. And th- I that, that, I it was always like... my favorite. It was always my favorite. Like, my, my, my ones were, uh, they wanted a refund, but they didn't want to send the product back to us. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can't get your refund. Like, sorry. No. Oh. Well, you can't get your refund until you send that back to us. I'm, or the ones who wanted the refund because they still wanted to use the thing, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: no, no, no. You can't use it. We're asking you not to use it. Deaths happened. Please stop using it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my child. My child won't die. Like uh, right, exactly. That was that was always my favorite. I'm like, how do you know? You don't know them.
0: I just the, <laughs> those types of individuals drive me fucking crazy. It's I mean it's a different type, but the kind that we get at the hospital where the, they'll call and they're like, they they know they have an appointment. But they don't know who their doctor is, what type of appointment it is, what procedure they're having. But damn it, you better know exactly what it is and when they have it, because you work there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, ah, I hate people like that.
0: But so, yeah, we see this Chad in the crowd flipping out. And then we see a bunch of kids like stomping on Pooka toys like, fuck <laughs> you, Pooka. And then finally the poop- Pooka. poopa.
2: Yeah, I can speak. The poopa. Puka, the poopa. The f- the ex Buffalo Saber, Darren Poopa. Oh, no, I, I said Poopa, like Fupa and Poopa. Uh, yeah, Darren Poopa. <laughs> there was actually a dude named Poopa. Yeah, Darren Poopa. P U P P A. He cool. was a That goalie. poor man. That's that poor funny. man. <laughs> that is
0: really funny. Darren uh, Poopa. He was the opposite of the Fupa. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we see the kids stomping on the toys, and then finally the Puka pop up closes its doors. Cut to Wilson and Finn meeting at a bar. Finn tries to tell Wilson how it's all over, and Wilson tells him they need to keep going, that he's not ready to let it end. Uh, Finn tries to take back the puka suit, and Wilson freaks out, telling him, I need to be inside it. And I was like,
2: what?
1: (laughs) This is is where I definitely wrote, oh, this is some kind of weird fetish movie. Like, this is somebody's (laughs) fetish. They only wrote this to be a fetish movie. That's it.
0: This this is totally horror for furries. This,
1: this is this is definitely like this is from a German fetish film and they just <laughs> dubbed it in English.
0: <laughs> I mean it would make sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. If if it was German, all this would make sense to me. Like yep. every every bit of this.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh well, of course he wants to be inside the weird yes. suit. <laughs> but Finn tells him it's over and takes the suit. Wilson rushes home and freaks out, trashing his place cut to wilson at the open house again trying to talk to melanie she yells at him to leave uh, to leave her alone and runs deeper into the house and disappears wilson tries to follow her but finds a broken christmas tree on the ground with blood pooling up all around it he then hears grunting and goes to investigate and finds flaming eyed pooka humping someone in bed and bleeding oil from his mouth <laughs> like so wait a second who was he fucking cuz they're d- I don't there wasn't anyone in that bed with him
1: no He's fucking the bed. That's and what I.
2: Yeah.
1: He's pillow fucking is what that, it is.
2: That, he's been I watching. He's he's been watching Big Mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling a J. Bilzerian. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I was like, wait, is he supposed to be fucking? No, Melanie's not the bed. Okay, what's yeah, happening? Like,
1: I was expecting to see something like somebody, like even if it was another mannequin or something. But right. yeah, there's nothing there.
0: Red is just under the covers We just can't see her
1: Yeah Which would make sense <laughs> For the next scene Right It's he's He fucked her so hard There's a hole in her head
0: <laughs> Yep Because yeah We cut to Wilson Going to see Red And he finds her Standing in her apartment With a giant head wound So there we go We figured it out Puka yeah. was just Railing her forehead
2: He skull fucked her
0: <laughs> Literally <laughs> oh. oh lord <laughs>
1: I told you it's a German fetish movie. It's gotta be a German. We just need a rim job somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: all
2: making so much sense yes. now. That might be in Puka lives. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Now
0: I gotta watch it. No, uh, wait, that's, that's what the big red circle on his belly. Is. Oh, it is. That's <laughs> it, the it, only it,
1: thing I couldn't figure out. Like it, I figured out why Puka looked the way he did. Cause he looks like a friend of a car, but. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: Oh, that's amazing! But when he finds when he finds Red with her head wound, she tells him, "I'm sorry, love. You're too late. It's time for you to go." And she makes him leave the apartment. He goes to his apartment and begins punching the wall like we saw Puka doing earlier. Smash cut to him breaking into the place where Finn first gave him the Puka suit. Uh, he steals back the suit, puts it on, and runs off into the night wearing it. Which I'm sorry, I know that was supposed to be like, like, it's oh, no he's bra- breaking. To- I fucking <laughs> lost it because. You can't look, you can't look sad or imposing or weird if you're running in a mascot suit. It's always going to look funny. (laughs)
1: uh, I I half expected like a a dog with like, like a link of sausages running behind him, like wrapped around his neck.
0: (laughs) I mean, but you could almost hear the Benny Hill theme music as he ran away. (laughs) It It was really good. But. We see uh, Wilson in his apartment wearing the puka mask, and he tries to call Melanie. He gets her voicemail and leaves a pleading message telling her he's ready to be a better man. While he's leaving her this message, we, we pan out and see that he's surrounded by children and puka toys all chanting puka. I was like, this shit's getting weird, yo. <laughs> like, it's getting weirder and weirder with each scene. You
1: just keep, Just keep remembering it's a German fetish film. It's a yes. German fetish film. Doesn't make it
0: weird. <laughs> And, and and the red means rim job. That's yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the next day at Melanie's house, her doorbell rings and she finds a box on her doorstep with a Puka doll, which plays back the entire message that Ty or that uh, Wilson was trying to leave for her. She looks out the window and sees Puka standing across the street, watching her from behind a tree. And it was like it was like fucking Bugs Bunny hiding behind a signpost. <laughs> It was so damn funny because he's just peeking around like his whole body is showing from both sides of the tree. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was cracking up. But he steps out from behind the tree and bumps into the Chad from the news story and his family. Chad gets pissed and shoves him. Puka shoves him back. And Chad beats the ever-loving fuck out of him. (laughs)
1: Like, literally, he's smacking him up against that concrete. I thought he was going to, like, pull up. American history X for a second. Right. Like
0: <laughs> Ch- Chad gets so irrationably mad. Like he, he punches the shit out of Puka, takes him down and then just grabs him by the shoulders and starts bashing his head on the pavement. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and All his head.
1: Like, why would you want to steal it?
0: Well, yeah. Fucking Chad's bratty kids pick up his mask and put it on and run away while, while Wilson is screaming. No, I need that. That's my face.
1: Which by the way, If you notice
0: when they're beating him
1: up, his family looks horrified. But as soon as they're done, like, oh, we're going to take this.
0: Oh, it's souvenir. (laughs) It's just dad being dad again, beating people. (laughs) Like, Jesus. (laughs) But Wilson's laying there, bloody on the pavement. He looks up and sees Melanie watching him, and she looks horrified. He slowly gets up and walks away. And I love how he passes the discarded puka stuff uh, in front of the pop up. And it just says "fuck puka,", oh, puka. <laughs> and someone painted a dick on one of the puka standees. <laughs> you know, this whole German fetish film is starting to add up a little See? bit more. <laughs>
1: See?
0: Oh my god! So Wilson goes to the bar to find Finn, and he tells him that he needs to do something. That they took his head, and he can no longer feel puka. Finn tells him there is no puka. It was just a costume, a gimmick to sell toys. It's just. I just...
1: Why does Finn look like he's sitting five miles away from the from the bar, too?
0: By the way? <laughs> yeah, you know that is, that is weird. But I, I'm almost wondering if they meant to do that because the very next scene, because he tells him he goes, "It's just you. It's always been just you." And suddenly Wilson is alone in the bar. So it's like maybe it was meant to be strange. So Who knows? <laughs> but we smash cut to smash cut to his apartment building where we see Red's window glowing red. We hear a commotion and her screaming. We then pan down to the pavement below and see her body under a sheet uh, with emergency crew all around as Wilson walks up. Now, the cop makes it sound like Red died of her own doing, that she was drunk and jumped. He said there was a struggle with the bottle and then a struggle with the window. Um, when he pulls the sheet back to, and we see Red, Wilson tells him, you need to find whoever did this to her. And the cop says, I'm pretty sure I'm looking at them right now, but he's looking at Red. But it also kind of implies, like, maybe he means Wilson. So Wilson goes inside, finds Red's apartment trashed. Suddenly, flaming-eyed Pooka grabs him and throws him aside and holds up a picture of Melanie and Ty. This time, they're alone in the tree lot, no tree, and no Wilson. Wilson starts screaming, not them, as Pooka tears the photo in half. Pooka then pukes up oil all over Wilson's face and disappears. (laughs) He's like, have at you, sir, Blah. (laughs) Like, it's fucking disgusting. So Wilson runs from the building and tries to call Ty. Wilson tries to tell him that something is coming for him and that they're in danger. Ty tells him, we need to get a new tree. We're going to the tree lot and hangs up. Wilson rushes to the tree lot where he ends up fighting the monster puka. He chops it in the stomach with an axe and it begins bleeding oil. He then chokes it with a string of Christmas lights.
1: But the sign outside the... the... (laughs) The tree lot said, it's poo time. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) They blacked out the the K and the A, and it's poo time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they they definitely got creative with some of the the puka shit. But yeah, so he he kills the monster puka, and the whole time he's yelling, you're not going to hurt anyone anymore. The flaming eyes and the monster uh, puka blink out.
1: I half expected this at this point. The first time I watched it was to him, like, all of a sudden there'd be a new story about how the guy who runs the tree lot was er, er murdered, but with an <laughs> axe. But it never, it never showed up. I was like, yeah. man, I was hoping for that.
0: That's in a Christmas horror story. You gotta wow. watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wilson rushes over to Melanie's house where he finds two old men living there instead. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? I love it because, like, he's knocking on the door, yelling for Melanie, and then he put—he looks in the window, and there's just like two old guys staring at a TV, like, ah, fuck it.
1: Yeah, they—they they don't come answer the door.
0: They—they <laughs> they were like, fuck it, I ain't going. I ain't getting up." But <laughs>
1: like, matlocks on,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> he then tries to call Melanie's phone and gets uh gets a recording that the number has been disconnected. He rushes over to the open house only now to find that it's furnished and there's pictures of him and Melanie wedding photos, baby pictures of Ty. The whole place is decorated for Christmas. Wilson walks into the living room and finds Ty and Melanie. He calls out to them, but they can't hear him. Another Wilson walks in and tells Ty to go to his room. He then proceeds to argue and berate or argue with and berate Melanie. He throws a fit and tears apart the Christmas tree Kai sees this and Wilson immediately apologizes, saying it was all an accident, but clearly Wilson is an abusive prick. He tells his family that he's sorry and that they can get a new tree, that they can go to the lot and everything will be better. It'll be all it'll all be okay. Puka Wilson tries to tell Melanie not to listen to him and that he's lying and just wants to make himself feel better, but she can't hear him. Melanie agrees. Uh, I have a correction. What's that?
2: It's not Puka Wilson. Okay. It's alternate Wilson.
0: But but he but he's in the Puka it's,
2: it's, according to according to the closed captioning, it said alternate Wilson. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Pooka, damn
0: it. Yeah, it's Pooka. Because <laughs> remember, Finn told him there there is no Puka, It's only you. So, you know, he he is Puka, Pooka's him. Um, but Melanie agrees that they can go get a tree. But she tells Wilson this is the last time. It's over. tells Ty to get his coat, the phone rings, Ty picks it up, and we can hear Wilson from before trying to warn him. Ty, you know, basically tells him, we need to get a new tree, we're going to the tree lot. So the same thing he said before, only hear the staticky voice on the other side. Melanie and Ty go with Wilson and they speed off into the night, leaving Puka Wilson behind. He cries out and repeatedly says, I'm sorry. In the car, Melanie tries to tell Wilson to slow down, but he tells her they need to get to the lot on time. He's watching Melanie and Ty in the back seat in the rear view. Melanie tells Ty look at all the pretty lights. Suddenly they crash into another car. Wilson wakes up on the pavement, covered in blood having been thrown from his car. His car explodes into a ball of flames while Melanie and Ty are in it. He looks over to see the other wrecked car with Red and her daughter. Red has a massive head wound and falls over dead. The uh, the paramedics arrive, one of which is Finn, trying to tell Wilson to relax and hang in there. We see Ty's Puka doll laying in the and laying on the pavement in a, in the flaming wreckage repeating Look at All the Pretty Lights. So it's a scene from the beginning of the movie. We pan out to see Puka Wilson and Monster Puka watching helplessly from the sidelines. We hear Look at all the pretty lights, black screen, credits, the end. I don't know. That that ending got me. <laughs> what do you guys think? It is the worst
1: episode of The Mass Singer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now I, I, you know, the whole family imperil thing always gets me, and it, it, no joke, the end had me choked up. I was like, "Oh, come on, <laughs> like, don't, don't kill the family." So yeah, that. That's...
1: Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that makes all this all makes sense." Yeah, it, it, it all makes sense now. But it's like you it had to go with that, and it's, I for me, it's not like it was like, "Oh, obvious, obvious ending," but it was kind of like, "Yeah, it's an obvious ending,"
0: like. <laughs> It, it is, I, but yeah, that any, I, you know, we, we, we've we talked about this multiple times on the show, but any, anytime there, there's a family in peril, like it always chokes me up. Like ever since becoming a dad, there, there's that whole like feelings patch that I downloaded where I'm like, oh shit, I actually care. Um, so yeah, the, when, when I saw, like when I knew where it was going, like when he was speeding up and she was telling him to slow down, I'm like, oh, come on. You know, that, that got me. But
2: overall, I, I really fucking liked it.
0: I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. So, Maurice, any final thoughts on the film?
2: See all the pretty lights?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but
1: No, I haven't put them up yet.
0: Uh, I yeah, me either. I got I yeah. to put those up. <clears throat> um, you know, for the first time ever, we have zero trivia. There was none listed on IMDb whatsoever. What? Um, we yeah.
1: can come up with our own.
0: Well, we <laughs> already did it. It's 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 a German porn film. Oh yeah, it's a um, German
1: fetish film. I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 but no, now th- this is something I was not familiar with. So I, I actually just, since we didn't have any trivia, I looked up some other stuff on puka. Um, the the thing I found interesting is I did not know that a puka is actually a mythical creature. I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, it's apparently an Irish like ghost or spirit, um, and it's it. It's both bringers of good luck and bad luck. Are, can, you sh-
2: are you sure it's not German?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, we sure it's, it's not German.
0: Well, it says uh, well. There's there, there's different versions of it all all throughout Europe, but the 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 puka, the one that the the name, the puka, uh, it's an Irish ghost or spirit. And then there's uh, it's Old English for goblin. Oh and,
2: no, I'm looking. I'm looking it up Germanic folklore. But uh, you might be so really? Don. You might be onto something. Yeah, the, oh like, my god.
0: The the final version gonna... of the puka is a puck, which is a creature of Celtic and Germanic folklore.
1: I was I was literally just gonna be like, well, you know, if it was German, it'd be like a puka shikiga. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, the, the Germanic version is, the the Germanic one is called a puck. But uh, but yeah, they all basically are the same thing. It's a a spirit that uh, can bring both good and bad fortune, um, and they apparently change shape. But they usually look like some kind of of animal, um, so that like the long ears, the the fur, all that uh, are elements of a puka. Which not going to go into too much of it, but they they play with that in the second movie. So <laughs> there's there's a lot more there's there's some different looking pukas in the second film. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean I mean I I never knew that that was a a mythical creature. So it, it's I just thought that they named the damn thing puka, and we like, hey, look, weird mascot. <laughs> But now it has a reason. So, but uh, overall, I'm a fan. I would definitely recommend this uh, to people looking for an interesting Christmas horror movie because, you know, once you've seen like Black Christmas and Silent Night Deadly Night, I mean, how many other good Christmas horror movies are out there? So, we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel with some of our Christmas choices. (laughs) Like,. (laughs) Uh, we've already... Next
1: year, next year we bring you Die Hard for no reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, not like no joke. We I was looking at Christmas horror movies for the for the next uh, few seasons, and man, it's it's getting it's getting to be slim pickings.
1: Well, me and oh. Strasburg have an idea.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> we we have an idea, but someone apparently has banned it.
0: From... <laughs> oh oh yeah no the 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 uh, the perma ban yes yes yeah
1: that that's perfect. not happening trust yes. me that's
0: not going to happen Scrooge is not allowed to happen.
1: It is allowed to happen. It will happen.
0: <laughs> it's it'll even be banned from from uh for from Patreon.
1: It's going to happen.
0: It's oh, going man. to happen. <laughs> But no, I uh I definitely think that, that that both of these films are worth a watch. So if you haven't checked out Puka, definitely check it out if you have Hulu. Um so any any final thoughts from you guys before we do the the wrap up on this?
2: I got Noth- nothing.
0: Got nothing. Just, uh
1: next time when you want to watch German fetish films, uh, <laughs> just watch this one. Uh, there you go.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there's masturbation, there's bed humping, <laughs> yeah. you know.
1: Exactly. Gap, it's got everything. Head
0: wounds, everything you need. Exactly. <laughs> Skull fucking. It's got everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it even oh. has the bodily
0: fluid you would expect. <laughs> yep. It's got a little of everything. little something for everyone. But um so uh for anyone not following us on social media, we are the boogeyman's closet on both Facebook and Instagram. Maurice handles our Twitter,
2: and what is that good, sir? At Boogeyman's the
0: Thank you very much. By the time you listen to this, the giveaway will still be going, um, but it'll only be up for a short time after this episode goes live. So definitely check out the Facebook and Instagram if you uh, want a chance at winning some cool Christmasy horror prizes. Uh, also, we are part of the Rad Pantheon, so check out uh, RadPantheon.com and RadPantheon on all the socials. Or you'll find other podcasts like this one, as well as awesome artists and musicians and just awesome creative people doing creative things.
1: Then um, Dawn.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're in the awesome creative people doing creative things. You know? I just oh, like
1: having my own. Come on. I just have my own.
0: Uh, for th- anyone that wants to watch our next episode before we cover it, uh, it's going to be episode 163, Rare Exports. So this is an interesting Christmas film. It's something that has almost made the cut two years in a row, but has always just been beaten out by one vote on other other things. So this year it uh, tied with all of the other films. So it made the cut. But yeah, so uh, so that will be coming up next. This is definitely a shorter one, but, you know, it was a shorter movie. So we were able to get out I of mean, here. I
1: mean, we can make it longer. <laughs> if you want
0: <laughs> i mean we can always make i can just
1: Strasbourg my way through another 30 minutes
0: <laughs> josh you've become a verb <laughs> 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 oh boy well i think we're gonna wrap it up here so as always this is mike
2: saying goodbye hi
0: raise your arms up together
1: like a triangle Out like an offering,
2: fly like a
1: plane. Raise your arms up together like a triangle. (laughs) Out like an offering, fly like a plane. Raise your hands up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to
1: end this this here. Bye.